Hello friends and welcome back to another episode of Pickles and Vodka, the mental health podcast where imperfect people have imperfect conversations. My name is Christina, your host, and I'm doing a little, something a little bit different today. Rather than inter- interview a guest, I'm going to be doing a little solo episode for y'all because I'll be honest, life has been pretty busy for me lately and I'm editing an amazing episode, but um, two reasons I want to wait to publish it. The first is that it's it's a long one and I want to have time to edit it and make it sound good. And secondly, it's it's another pretty serious one, very intense. And I know my last two episodes with my guest Mary were also pretty intense because we talked about her abortion and her mental health struggles and everything in between. And uh, this other episode that I'm going to publish next week is also kind of like that, but like a different perspective. So I'm going to give you guys a break from uh, the abortion talk and whatnot. I thought it would be cool if I started doing these little solo episodes every other week. Okay, I found a whole bunch of my old journals and they go all the way back to 2008 and I was reading through them and first of all it's super cringy (laughs) but second of all it really made me feel empathetic toward my younger self Uh, some things obviously have changed uh, but other things haven't changed and it's kind of interesting to be able to look back and just see the difference and so I think it would be cool if every other week I find an old journal entry and read it to you all and then kind of analyze it. Before I do that, see if there's any other housekeeping notes I have. Uh, like I said, I've been really busy. I am taking a intro to human services class. Uh, for those who don't know, I am back in school to receive a certificate in addiction prevention and treatment. It's just like an extra thing. I don't even know if I want to do that as a career. Like there was a time when I wanted to be a counselor and for a while I really wanted to be a a peer recovery support counselor. I don't know what it's called, but basically people who have been in addictions helping other people with addictions. And that sounds like right up my alley, right? But uh, the pay's not great. (laughs) And also I don't know. It feels more like a passion project for me. Obviously, I do this podcast, and I love talking about mental health. But when I think about doing that as a career, it kind of scares me a little bit. Uh, But who knows? As, As we've all established by now, life can take some pretty crazy twists and turns, and you don't really know where you'll end up. So... Um, yeah, I am taking a class that's been keeping me busy right now. We're actually talking about uh, development theories, which is super fascinating to me because uh, I grew up in a very unique situation. I had six younger brothers and sisters, and we were homeschooled and raised in the church. At one point, we were kind of involved in what I call a cult. Uh, my parents might disagree, but... Um, that's a whole another episode but we were raised that way and we're kind of struggling to adapt i mean most of us are doing great now but over the years we really struggled to fit in 
and I mean, obviously I am still figuring out how to handle my emotions without hurting myself. Um, it's just really, it was really validating to read about like how your childhood experiences affect your adulthood. And, you know, that sounds obvious, but it's still validating to read about, to think that I didn't just come out of the womb this way. I mean, in some cases, you know, there's genetics and everything, but everything I've experienced up until now has led me to where I am, and it's made me the person I am. And good or bad, that's who I am, and I can't change the past. So I found it really healing to study things like development theories and um, just kind of educate myself about what the hell happened to me. (laughs) Um, So I've been doing that. Like I said in the last episode, I am in a new relationship as well. And that takes up a lot of my time. Well, not a lot of my time. In fact, I feel like it doesn't take up enough of my time. We're both super busy. And so we, we only see each other like a couple times a week, maybe. But you know, it's, it's another thing. It's, it's another way to compartmentalize my life. I feel like I have to be super on top of it with my schedule or else I'll miss things. And that's good or bad, right? It's good because it keeps me busy and I'm generally a productive person, but it's bad because I am kind of incapable of slowing down and just resting in the moment without drugs or food or whatever. So I'm trying to strike that balance, but balance is fucking hard. It's it's kind of become one of my least favorite words, even though I say it all the time, because that balance is just really hard to obtain. It, it kind of reminds me of yoga. I've been doing yoga again recently, and I have no balance whatsoever. Uh, but this morning I did a little mini handstand because I've been practicing like 20 minutes a day every day for the last couple of months and I was so fucking proud of myself it really helps uh it's one of those things that I never really want to do but once I start doing it I'm like ah this is so nice um I got a car as you know and so I am not walking as much as I did before so I'm thinking of getting a gym membership but I hate the gym so much I hate just running in place with nowhere to go to. Like, give me the outdoors. Give me a bicycle, you know. Speaking of which, um, it is 2.41 p.m. on Sunday right now, and I am about to go on a bike ride to the beach by myself. I decided that Sundays are going to be my self-care days because the Sunday scaries are real. I get really anxious about the week, and so... I'm gonna go to the beach, I'm gonna read my book, I'm gonna smoke some weed, I'm gonna maybe dye my hair. Who knows? Anything can happen on self-care Sundays. Uh, You should email me and tell me what you do on self-care Sundays or self-care whatever. Whatever. What do you do for self-care? I want to know. Okay. I can't really think of anything else that y'all would need to know about. So, without further ado, I'm going to read you part of my journal from 2008. So first of all, when I found this pile of books, it was kind of depressing because I'm the kind of person that will start a journal or start a planner and then a few months in I'll just quit. And so I have like three planners 
from 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, and they're all empty. And it's so depressing because, like, uh, so that's fun. But this journal that I'm holding in my hand right now, it's the only journal that I've actually finished. Like from start to back, it is full of angsty, cringy, teenage Christina thoughts. And oddly enough, the first, ep- uh, <laughs> I almost said the first episode, the first uh, entry is from October 2008. And so, uh, to give y'all a little backstory about where I was at the time, I was uh, homeschooled all my life, but during this year, I chose to go to a private Christian school for my senior year. So I was a senior in high school. I could have been homeschooled like for the whole, the whole thing, but I wanted to have at least one year of experience with other kids under my belt before I went to college, which in retrospect was a great idea because... You know, I was still awkward and shy and everything, but it would have been even worse if I hadn't gone there. So that was interesting. All right, so I had just started school here in 2009. Did I say 2008 earlier? I feel like I did. Um, This is 2009. And um, I do kind of talk about self-harm Uh, This one isn't too graphic, but a lot of them are, and I'm trying not to share those ones, but if you are triggered by self-harm talk, uh, maybe this isn't the one for you, and I hope you're taking care of yourself. Okay, um, so I'm going to read it. Thursday, 29th October, 2009. Today was so hard, but it shouldn't have been. I mean, nothing bad happened, but the whole day was an emotional roller coaster. I got a bad grade in biology, and it just went downhill from there. For the first time since the school year started, I wanted to cut at school, like really wanted to. I would have done it if I had had a sharp item with me, but thankfully I did not. So instead I just hit my head on the bathroom walls and with my fist, and then in Bible class I found myself zoning out and writing failure on my desk with my eraser over and over again. I don't understand it. It's so frustrating when I'm depressed and there's really no valid justification for it. So I go through the day feeling like a typical, pathetic, quote-unquote, emo kid, tearful and confused. I hate the term emo, by the way, but then I also hate the way I act some days. Why does my emotional situation keep getting worse? Besides the occasional C- on a test, I'm doing average in school. I'm actually talking to some of the other seniors in my class, which is huge for me. But that's just the thing. I want better than average. I want to be more than just the quiet girl who asks questions every now and then and tries to strike up conversations. I want to be accomplished. I underlined the word accomplished. I'm so tired. Really want to talk to uh, another girl in my class. I'll take out her name. But it's too late. Got to go to bed and pray that everything will be a fresh beginning tomorrow. I love going to sleep to rain and thunder. It makes me think of God. Okay, that's the end of the entry. Um, There's so much going on here. Um, So I was super depressed in high school, not just because I had been socially isolated most of my life and, you know, I actually had clinical depression, but I was really trying hard to be a good Christian girl at the time. I had been raised in the church. My dad was a pastor. 
in the Chicago area at the time. And high school was kind of when I first started voicing my doubts I had about Christianity. I don't even know if I was voicing them. It was like, it felt so scary. Like I was going to go to hell or something if I questioned it. But I was starting to face a lot of internal turmoil with my faith. And I think it's so funny that, I mean, I think it's kind of funny that I write this really emotional entry and then at the very last paragraph, I love going to sleep to rain and thunder. It makes me think of God. <laughs> Christina, you poor thing. I, I just wanted every moment to be meaningful. I use the word accomplished here. I want to be accomplished. But I mean, I, I totally still feel that way in some ways. I want everything that happens to me to have meaning. I want to capture every moment in my life and just feel like I'm making a difference. But the fact is, everything is so fucking random. I was just talking to my sister Caroline about how our lives have been kind of unorthodox. Like, we didn't really do the traditional thing where you go to college out of high school and then you graduate and you get a job. We've both been in multiple schools, had multiple careers, and currently we're both doing careers we love but that don't pay a ton. And I think our parents didn't do this consciously, obviously, but I think they do place the success in job-related stuff, like money. And... I don't think I really care about that as much as I used to. I think I want to talk about this mental health stuff that's no one else talks about and maybe make someone feel less alone. And that's the meaning I've given to my life uh, right now. Obviously, I want to do more stuff and have an actual career at some point. But, you know, it's fine. I'm exactly where I need to be. But yeah, reading this was kind of sad for me because... In a way, I can still relate to that feeling of, why am I so sad? There's no reason. Things are going well. I have no right to be sad. There must be something wrong with me. I need to hurt myself. That's basically all that was going through my head at the time. And obviously now, I am am a great people person, um, thanks to working in the coffee industry for seven years. I, I, lo- I have a lot of amazing friends and I'm not shy anymore. I'm still like introverted and quiet, but I'm not shy anymore. But there are moments where I feel just the crushing weight of existence just pulling me down and it could be a beautiful day and I could have just seen, you know, my boyfriend or just seen my family and gotten paid the day before. Like all this stuff could be great, but then... I feel the urge to come home and just, uh, you know, the, the way I self-harm these days is by binging and purging occasionally. Like, it's getting better, but that's still a thing going on. And so, I don't know, when I read this, I just want to give my younger self a hug. That sounds so cheesy, but, like, I really do want to tell her that it's okay. You don't have to prove anything to anyone just just survive you know you're about to get out of the house you just have to hold on a little while longer freedom is within your grasp and maybe maybe if I had looked at it that way I would have turned out I don't know and I don't want to say better but maybe a little more confident a little more mentally healthy 
I don't know, but that's the episode. The episode. That's the the journal entry from October 29th, two thousand nine. I'm going to keep doing this. I think every other week. Because that gives me more time to edit my longer episodes with my guests, and you all get some content in between. So, I hope you enjoyed. The other thing that I wanted to do for this uh, mini-sode and all the mini-sodes that I'll make after this is I want to recommend you all things for the week. Uh, this comes out on Mondays, and it's a whole week ahead, and so I wanted to recommend podcasts or books or whatever, give you something to look forward to that week. So when I get back, I will give you my current recs, and it's going to be a great time. Okay, so it is Monday now. <laughs> I went to the beach on my bike last night, and it was pretty good, but I got a flat tire and my parents had to come rescue me in their minivan with the family dog. <laughs> and um, I made a TikTok about it. Yes, I, Christina Jumper, age 29, am now on TikTok. Um, I really wanted to start becoming more active on there uh, just as a way to engage with my followers from this podcast more, but also because... I don't know. It's just fun. So follow me on there to see my beach video that I made yesterday. Uh, my username is xtinajumper, just like it is on Instagram. I also made uh, an account for the podcast on TikTok, but there's nothing on there yet. But if you want to follow that as well, it is at Pickles and Vodka Pod. Anyway, it's now Monday. I'm trying to get ready and put this episode out. So I'm going to make my uh, recommendations fast. I am starting out the week with podcasts like I always do. I discovered podcasts pretty late in life in 2018, shortly before starting this one. And it had just been a really lonely time for me. And I was going through a breakup and all this stuff. And so the discovery of podcasts really helped me feel less alone and brought some humor to my life. So I'm going to give you some of my OG podcasts that I've been listening to since the beginning uh, and that I still listen to. So first one right out the gate is a pretty big one. It's called Girls Gotta Eat. It is uh, two female comedians in New York City talking about sex and dating and relationships not just romantic relationships, but every sort of relationship you can think of, uh, parents, siblings, friends, all that stuff. And the hosts, Ashley and Raina, are just so hilarious. And I've been listening since the beginning and they show no signs of slowing down. They've gotten super big. They do live shows all over the country. And um, I was actually supposed to go to one of their live shows in Seattle, but then COVID happened and that didn't happen. So I would recommend them. They do quite a few episodes about mental health. In fact, not the most recent episode, but the one that they did last week. Uh, one of the hosts is going through a breakup and she talks about it on the podcast. And it's really, really refreshing to hear them talk about stuff like that because if you're in the public eye and you have any measure of popularity, you're gonna wanna try to sugarcoat things a little bit, but they don't really do that. They're, they're just very open and honest and fucking hilarious. So that's my first recommendation. Uh, the second recommendation is another podcast. 
It is one that I just discovered this week. It's called Obituary, spelled O-B-I-T-C-H-U-A-R-Y. Like obituary, but the word bitch is in it. It's this guy and this girl who live in California. They're best friends. They have just such a hilarious chemistry. And they basically just talk about obituaries. Like they find the most hilarious, heartfelt, out of this world obituaries to read on the podcast. But it's way more than that. They kind of talk about death in a way that is refreshing. I I used that word before, but I think about death a lot. And even though I'm not, I'm no longer suicidal, it's something that is kind of always in the back of my mind. And I can let myself get really anxious about it if I let it. So I really enjoy finding podcasts like Obituary that are just kind of morbid in nature, but I think it's good to practice normalizing death because it happens to all of us. And if we can't talk about it, it's just going to keep being this like really scary, big thing that keeps us in a state of fear. So um, if you like humor and (laughs) talking about hilarious obituaries, dumb criminals, or just like really fascinating facts, then check out Obituary. I discovered it this week and I'm currently going through their backlog. They are a newer podcast, so they don't have a ton of episodes out, which is perfect because you can just get caught up really fast and follow along with their their journey. Okay, so um, I have two more recommendations for y'all. The first is a book. Um, it's a book that I'm reading for the second time around, and it's called The Power by Naomi Alderman. And it is a dystopian sci-fi, which little backstory there. I started reading this genre when I was in high school, actually about the same age I was when I made that journal entry that you just heard. And again, these books cover topics of like the world ending and mass death and destruction. But for some reason, that's always been pretty comforting to me. Like on some level, it helps with my anxiety because as I said at the time, I was struggling with my faith and like what happens after we die and what's the end of the world going to look like and am I doing enough? And these books just really kind of transport me to a place where I can deal with those anxieties in a roundabout way. Plus, it's just so fascinating to me. So this book called The Power by Naomi Alderman. I'm reading it for the second time, and it's just everything I love in a dystopian sci-fi. It's female-driven storylines, themes of uh, feminism and toxic masculinity and science and uh, the downfall of society, not just the downfall of society, but like the rebuilding of society, the restructuring of society. Uh, Basically, the plot of the book is women all around the world start being able to shock people with their hands. And it sounds kind of out there, but hear me out. Basically, the women around the world have like started developing this um they it uh, they have evolved to do it like they make it sound like all scientific it's like something to do with manta rays like a gene 
similar to manta rays and they can um, shock people with their hands. It, I can't really describe it. You just have to read it. But the really interesting part is what happens to society after the women start developing this power. Basically, it throws the whole structure of society upside down. This book, this whole genre really of um, dystopian sci-fi, it just is really fascinating to me and I used to read a ton as a kid and as a teenager and as an adult having dealt with all the things I've been dealing with my whole life um, my attention span has really decreased so it's been really healing to get back into this genre and I am also the type of person who enjoys reading books multiple times like the, the second time I'm reading this I'm just discovering so many things I never noticed the first time and it's just really fascinating so I encourage you to go read The Power it's a really readable book it doesn't take too long um, and it's just it's written from the point of view of a historian like a male historian hundreds of years from now is documenting the time in which women started taking power and it's so fascinating like um i'm not gonna describe it anymore because i'm gonna not do it, do it justice but go read that if you so desire the third recommendation uh is kind of um a, a broader one i don't know if y'all have heard my first episode ever in 2018 but i ended the episode by giving some self-care recommendations that people sent in and in that same vein I'm going to recommend something that is a little bit silly a little out there but so you know I am a huge fan of harm reduction I see myself as an addict and obviously I'm trying to cut down on the really harmful things like binging and purging and self-harm and all that stuff but I feel like I always need something and at this point, it's, it's a matter of tricking myself into doing a less harmful thing. <laughs> so one of those things has been nicotine. I've been uh, vaping pretty much daily since last year. And take that as you will. Obviously, if you... <laughs> Obviously, don't start vaping if you don't already, but maybe do, you know? Maybe you're smoking cigarettes and you want to cut down. Maybe you're drinking all the time and you want something a little, quote-unquote, less harmful. I don't know. Uh, take my words with a grain of salt. But anyway, I found this vape shop next to my new job, and it's <laughs> amazing. The prices are great. They have such a huge selection, and... Last week, I had left my uh, my regular vape at home, and so I needed to buy like a, a disposable one for the afternoon. And so I went in and I found this $10 disposable vape, pina colada flavored. Uh, it's got strippers all over the design of it. And when you take a hit, it glows rainbow. Rainbow. It's just the most extra thing I've ever seen. And I feel so ridiculous when I'm using it, but at the same time, it makes me so happy. So the whole point of this, I guess, isn't to start vaping, but it's just to, to let yourself appreciate the silly things in life. Like let yourself be a little ridiculous and treat yourself. Every time I use that vape now, it makes me smile and I, I keep it in my car in the door. It just makes me happy. Um, I'm going to end the Rex on that note because I really do have to go get ready for work now, but I hope you all enjoyed this crazy episode. Um, next week, I will be back with a regular episode, but until then, 
Hopefully you can check out some of these recommendations. Send me any that you have as well, and maybe I'll mention them um, in a future episode. Have a great week, y'all. Stay safe, and I will talk to you soon. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Pickles and Vodka. If you could relate to anything we talked about, you can follow the podcast at Pickles and Vodka Podcast on Instagram, on Facebook by typing in Pickles and Vodka Podcast. You can also email me at Pickles and Vodka Podcast at gmail.com if you have any stories or if you just want to say hi. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Stay safe.